All right. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It is John Gator coming to you live from Wellington, and it is July 5th. I hope that you guys had a um, great 4th of July. I um, highly enjoyed um, having the opportunity to uh, watch our fireworks show. Again, an amazing job done by uh, Bee Lake Productions here in Wellington with their fireworks and another amazing show. So very grateful to them for the work they've put in. Um, do have some stuff to talk to you guys about today. So before we get started, as I share with you guys always, um, even though I am a um, trustee on the board of trustees for the town of Wellington, um, I, I only speak for myself. I don't speak for the board. I don't speak for the entire town. I don't speak for the town government. I just speak for myself. Um, my opinions of what I share, those are mine alone. Um, so I look forward to chatting with you guys, answering questions and having some conversation. And I do wanna share some things with you guys today that I think may be helpful, um, just from some of the things that I've learned in just uh, the time I've spent trying to get um, to know a little bit more about what's going on in the town. So look forward to sharing some of that with you guys today. So as always, if you do have any questions, um, please feel free to throw those in the chat. Um, today will be a little bit different to the show because normally I do cover the upcoming board meeting or the past board meeting that we had. Um, we are kind of in an interesting situation here where we had um, five Tuesdays in a month. And so we actually have a break of two weeks in between board meetings. So this week we have no past board meeting and we have no future board meeting to cover. Um, so today we're gonna go through just some things that I think would I felt would be helpful for you guys. Again, these are things that I've just learned as I've been kind of working on how do things work within the town and understanding that. And so I'm gonna go over today, um, how to deal with some of the issues that, um, connecting with your local government, what that looks like, different venues and avenues that you have. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the role of the Board of Trustees and what that is. And then also just wanna walk you guys through how to look at our town budget and maybe walk you guys through a little bit of what that looks like and just show you some of the things um, for our existing budget from for this year and kind of its role. So would love to share that with you guys. So um, again, if you do have questions, please feel free to throw those in. So we're gonna start off by with the, how to contact your local government. So um, the first thing, and I would highly recommend that you all um, get very familiar with the town website. And so that's just townofwellington.com. And I will post that into the chat. If any of you do not have this, I would definitely recommend that you get familiar with this website. Um, that's a very good place to go to get information on kind of how things are going on. So if you go to the website, and as you can see, I have here on the screen, you can open up um, a lot of the stuff that I'm gonna show you guys is under the Our Town portion. There are several different tabs that you can go to, but if you just hover over it, you'll get a drop down. And on the left side, you'll see Contact Town. So if you left, if you right click or just click on that, it'll open up a new page for you and it will be your page of just different things. So it talks about utility billing, recreation or general questions, you can inquire. It does also have the contact information here on the side, physical address, phone number, fax, and then the town hours. Underneath that, on the right-hand side, you guys can see there it says staff directory. So if you open that up, that will kind of give you a larger um, area of different things. So if you're specifically trying to reach administration or planning and zoning, um, the clerk's office, code enforcement, um, fire protection district. You can see all these different phone numbers that are listed in here. If you're trying to reach a specific portion of the town, that's one of the ways to go about that. Um, if, for example, you wanted to get more information, you could click on planning and zoning, and you can actually get the email address to reach um, the members of our planning department. Um, so that information right here, you can see the email for building at wellingtoncolorado.gov, Phone numbers right here, physical address. So you can actually go through this and you can find any aspect of the town. If you do wanna get in touch with the zoning or um, parks or utilities, you can actually do that directly through the town website. 
So the other piece that is um, not all of us, not all of the board members are on the staff directory, but if you go to our town again and you go to board of trustees and click on that, that will open the page with all the members of the board of trustees. So you can see right here, you have your current members of the board and your mayor. And then right here, it does have each of our contact information. So you have the contact information for every member of the board of trustees. And I would highly recommend that you guys, if you have questions, um, reach out to us. Um, I know that we are doing, um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about what the role of the trustees are, but I know that we have a, a board of trustees and mayor that are working very hard to, uh, to do a good job by the town of Wellington and by its citizens. And uh, you know, I think that I can speak for myself on this as I really do appreciate when I do have um, questions, concerns, or comments that are brought to me by members of the public, especially if it's something that I'm not aware of so that we can try to work to address that. So I do wanna encourage you guys to definitely take advantage of that and reach out to the members of the board and let them know when you do have things that you'd like to see addressed. So our contact information is all on this page. Email addresses are there. And so those are just a couple of ways that you can go about reaching the town. Uh, you can also um, utilize the town Facebook page. The town of Wellington does um, have quite a bit that they post on their Facebook page. Um, so if you just go to facebook.com and then you search the town of Wellington, Colorado, you should be able to find their Facebook page and you can just follow that to get a lot of updates on that. There are more ways that we're working on and thoughts that have been thrown out and hopefully um, we're, work, the town is actually working on hiring a communications um, specialist here in the next month or two, hopefully. And I, my hope is that once that person comes in, we'll actually even be able to find even more ways to communicate with the town of Wellington. So just keep in mind on that. If, and I, one thing I would ask for you guys, if you do know of any ways that you would appreciate being communicated with more, or you hear from people ideas of how we as a town can better communicate with you, please share that information. Because I know that's one of the things that I want to find out as a member of the board um, for myself, is I really want to make sure to find out how can I better communicate with the citizens of our town to make sure that um, I'm clearly communicating the things that are going on, to make sure that I'm understanding concerns or issues that they have. I know that's a personal thing for me. I would really appreciate um, finding out better ways. Obviously, I do this podcast. Uh, I do the live stream as one way, but if there are other ways that would you feel would be a better way of reaching out to people, communicating with them, I would love to hear those. So definitely reach out and let us know. Um, so that covers the town website. The next thing that I had scheduled to go over was to talk about what exactly is the role of the Board of Trustees. So let me walk you on through on how you can actually find this information that is what I'm covering today. And so if you go back to the town of Wellington, you go to our town, under government, there's a lot of different things on here that are dealing with the things for our government, but you're gonna to wanna to go down to Municipal Code and Ordinances. So I think it's fourth from the bottom on that under that government tab. If you click on Municipal Code and Ordinances, that will bring you up to a new page. And on this page, you'll see Municipal Code and Ordinances. Um, the things dealing with your Board of Trustees and the, actually the other town boards will fall under Chapter 2, which is your administration. If you ever wonder how things work in the town, this is your town code that decides how everything in the town of Wellington works is contained within this town code. Um, but if we go to Chapter 2, Administration, this will open up the Municipal Code Library, and you can see all these different things that you want to look at here. On the left side, you'll see this little sidebar that can help you navigate to specific parts. So if you want to look at elections, you can go there. If you want to look at the Mayor and Board of Trustees, you can go there. Um, if you want to go down to Code of Ethics, you can go there. There's a lot of different areas you can go if you want to learn about the other boards that the town has, whether it's Planning Commission, Parks Advisory Board. There's a lot of different areas in here. 
But for now, let's go to the mayor and board of trustees and get that. So you can see here the term for the board of trustees and the so you can see here the terms of term of the office for all members of the board of trustees shall be four years. All the trustees shall be elected to the town at large. I won't read all of this to you guys, but basically it flips off. Um, so basically every two years we have an election for roughly half of the board. Um, so this walks through the authority. You can look here, the board of trustees shall constitute the legislative body of the town, shall have the power and authority except as otherwise provided by statute to exercise all power conferred upon or possessed by the town and shall have the power and authority to adopt such laws, ordinances, and resolutions it shall deem proper in the exercise thereof. Um, it then goes into the qualifications, and this is of each of the trustees, being a resident of the town and a registered elector. Um, there is a specific portion that I seriously found earlier, and then it just disappeared. Um, one second here, guys. That's under section six. So let me go to section six. So this covers a little bit of that. Section six, I feel is one of the, does a better job of explaining the purpose of the board um, and kind of things we have here. Um, and I will actually read this portion to you guys. So section two, six, code of ethics, um, uh, dash 20, and this discusses the purpose. So the proper organization of a democratic government requires that public officials and employees be independent, impartial, and responsible to the people, that government decisions and policy be made in proper channels of government structure, that public office not be used for personal gain, and that public officials and employees maintain a standard of conduct that will inspire public confidence in the integrity of, gov of the government. The public judges its government by the way public officials and employees conduct themselves in the posts to which they are elected or appointed. People have a right to expect that every public official and employee will conduct himself or herself in a manner that will tend to preserve public confidence in and respect uh, for the government he or she represents. The Board of Trustees determines that ethical standards among its members, appointed officers and employees, as well as members of the various boards and commissions of the town, are essential to the public affairs of the town. The Board of Trustees intends to prohibit the appearance of impropriety as well as the actual conflicts of interest. The purpose of this code of ethics is to establish guidelines for standards of conduct for all official employees of the town by setting forth those acts or actions that are incompatible with the best interests of the town by directing disclosure of such officials and employees or private financial and other substantial interests in manners matters affecting the town and by imposing sanctions upon public officers and employees who violate provisions of the code of ethics. This code of ethics is hereby declared to be in the best interest of the town. So then this goes in to cover just different things that define a conflict of interest. And so this basically talk goes into detail for what we as board of trustees can or cannot vote on. So for example, um, I own a house on Main Street. And so if there was something that came up before the board of trustees where it was making a decision on how to zone the area that my house is in, I would need to claim exempt or I would need to excuse myself from that discussion completely because that would be a violation because I have a vested financial interest in what happens in my home. Um, so it just goes into some details, but I think the part that really is important to me is parts A and B where it really talks about our job is to really inspire confidence in our constituents and really work and make sure that we are acting 
in the public interest of the town. And so one of the ways that I really want to work with that is really focused on communication and having an improvement of that within the people. But really is to remind people is that the Board of Trustees has the power to legislate and set forth the ordinances, towns, the laws for the town. Um, we don't handle the administration. That is something that is handled by our town administration. So we have a town administrator. Uh, we have interim town administrator at this moment, but that individual is actually responsible for overseeing the town staff who then go out and carry out all of the duties of the town. So for example, um, I like to give the example of potholes. If there's a pothole that needs to be filled, um, that's not necessarily something that I as an individual member of the board of trustees may actually know about um, because I will not be the one out there with the shovel who will be filling that pothole. That is something that um, our town staff that oversees roads would actually be going out and dealing with that pothole. Um, they would then be reporting that to their superiors who, would, who potentially would report that to our public works director and then if need be they would inform the town administrator now in some of the more serious things that are going on that will actually be communicated to the board of trustees so it just varies as the different things but we actually do not handle the day-to-day -day, um, operations of the town that's what our town staff had that's their job and they do a fantastic job of it really as i look at it the job of myself as a trustee is to really help set the direction and the vision for those town staff to execute and then to set the budget and the budget really is tells them here's what you can and cannot do this is kind of the guidelines you have to stay within in pursuit of the vision or the goal that we have set for you to achieve and the tools the finances that you have from the taxes and so we as the board then um, set those things and there are certain things that do come back to the board for us to make decisions on it whether it's a conditional use permit whether it's an adjustment on something, whether it's something has to be spent that was not budgeted. There, there's a lot of different things that still come back to the board, but when it comes down to the actual execution of what is being done in the town, that is all handled by our town staff. And I know that I, I've received a few questions over the last couple of months that they're trying to kind of understand exactly what is the role of the trustees. And really a lot of it comes down to is setting the vision and the goal for where we as a town are going and then making sure that we execute on that. So hopefully that clarifies a little bit of that for you guys. And then I do want to move on. So again, if you have any questions, let me know. But I do want to go on into the town budget. So let me walk you through how to get there. So if again, you go to the Our Town page, and this can be on any page on our website, you're gonna go over to Departments and you're going to click on Finance Department. About halfway down the list. And then under Finance Department, it discusses a little bit about what the Finance Department's job is. Then you'll see budgets. So you can actually go and look at all of our previous budgets. Um, we're gonna look at the 2020 budget, which is passed for this year, but you can also go back and look at the financial reports from prior years, the treasurer's reports. Um, you can go and look at all of that. If you're wondering what the tax rates are, that information is here as well at the bottom. But we're gonna go and click on 2020 budget, and that will open up a PDF. Sometimes it may take a little bit of time to load. And that will walk you through um, some of these different things that we have here. So with this, um, it does have these are the, the mayor and the board of trustees that passed the budget for 2020. So this, was, this budget was passed at the end of 2019 and the town staff that worked on that. The um, table of contents, it kind of walks you through what is included in this budget. 
And, and so if you're looking for something very specific, you can go and look into that to, to see what's there. And then there's guidance. So there's a lot of information about what exactly the budget does. So if you really haven't looked at this, I would really encourage you to take the time to kind of read through this a little bit and understand what it what it's all about, because this really has a big impact on what happens in the town. This really is the guide to everything that we do is, okay, Where what does our budget say about that is always the question that's asked. We want to do this or we want to do that. And the question is, well, what does the budget say? Um, so I highly recommend going through these. I'm going to go down to page 20. Um, so I'm just going to scroll down here. And before page 20, you can see here, I think it's starting on page 13, you can see some revenue of an expenditures. So we have um, the revenues here with the total, total transfers there. Um, and this is for the funds that need to be spent. So that's there. Total revenue for all funds, that's uh, including the water treatment plant loan that's there. Um, but we're gonna actually go down, um, here we go. So transfers of capital projects to this page here, because it actually, page 20, this is summaries of the different funds. So you can see what the operating expenses are, their operating revenue, gain or loss, capital impact fees, and then ending fund balance, and then whatever that minimum fund balance po by policy is, um, is all in there. But the slide that I want to show you guys is really the revenue overview slide, because I think that this slide is actually very powerful in helping to understand what our budget looks like and where the money comes from that we operate off of. And so as you can see here, 35% of our town's budget actually comes from impact fees um, of revenues that come in. That is a huge number. Um, and then you can see the second largest is charges for services. Um, you can see down here sales tax is about 12%. This is actually, we'll see this in a minute, but this is actually improving greatly over past years. But this is still a very small amount of our, our town budget. And then roughly 8% of our budget is brought up by um, the property taxes. And then it goes from use taxes, building permits, interest revenue, and other areas are all smaller portions of that. But I really want to draw attention to the impact fees being 35% of the town revenues is I know there's been a lot of questions about, okay, how do we manage growth and what does that look like? And I, I definitely understand those questions and concerns, and I agree that those are things that we um, have to work out and what that means. And again, this is my personal opinion, but to me, as I look at this here and I see this 35% of our um, revenues that come in right now are coming from impact fees, that's the what's coming in from what's being built. And so with that, we have to be very, I think we have to be very smart about what we do in the coming years as to how we work our budget and how we work and manage that growth and what that right number is. I don't know the answer to that, um, but we do have to consider that that growth has been a considerable amount of the revenue that's been coming in for the town. And so we have to be careful because there are a lot of things that do rely on that revenue. So we just need to keep that in mind. Um, you do see this 22% for charges and services. And that seems like a huge number, but the thing to keep in mind is the majority of this charges for services includes our water and sewer um, revenue, which in turn go immediately back out to run the water plant. And in the case of water, we're actually running at a loss currently. So what we are actually spending more money to treat water than we are bringing money in to pay for the water that is used. Um, so this charges for services of 22% of the budget is not available for other things. That's specifically to handle water and specifically to handle sewer in those areas where money does come in. There's a few other things that are, but those are the two primary ones that do make that up. 
for the charges for services. So ideally, I think it'd be great to see the sales tax number go up. And so, and that, I know the question has been with all this development that's gone on, you know, we, we're, we're, why are we working on infrastructure? Well, the answer to that is we are working on infrastructure. Um, even the past board started the process of getting the water treatment plant upgraded. They secured the loan and got that ball rolling and our current board is continuing to work on getting that done as quickly as we can. Um, the thing that we've been trying to address is this really small amount of sales tax. So if we look down here on this next slide, as you'll see, looking back at 2006, we were under half a million dollars in sales tax revenue. So if you look at the, the change from 2006 below half a million to 2016, uh, where we're a little below, so we almost, we almost went up by a million, um, to just under one and a half million. Okay, so that was over 10 years. Then from 2016 to 2020, we saw that climb from just under one and a half million to almost two and a half million. So we saw a really huge increase, almost as much as we saw in 10 years, we saw happen in the last four. And the thing is, is we've now grown to the point where it's going to be easier for us to start talking to businesses and having them come here because that's a huge source of that sales tax is having more of those businesses that people can spend their funds at here locally versus driving into Fort Collins or into Cheyenne or wherever else they go to spend their money. But part of that is businesses have to look at and say, okay, there's enough population there for us to be willing to spend our money and our finances going into that area. So the good news is, is we're seeing that sales tax number go up dr dramatically. It's really increasing and that's a good thing. But we really wanna see that continue to go up so that we can rely more on those sales taxes and not have to rely as heavily on that new development fees. But it's kind of a balancing act of you can't get, you can't attract new businesses if you don't have the population to support those businesses. And at the same time, we're trying to manage the uh, work with infrastructure, which as we've talked about is probably a process that should have been started earlier, but I always look at things we can't go backwards. Right, we can, we can deal with what we have in front of us and I appreciate that about the past board and about the present board is they're dealing with the reality of the situation we have now and they're really working to make those improvements and to get our infrastructure up to speed. And our, I know our town staff is working incredibly hard at, um, at doing the same thing and really making this all work. But this is something that I think was, it was good for me to see this number and to see that increase and to see that we're moving in the right direction, increasing that sales tax because that's really what's gonna help us to be able to function better without having to rely on that building. That um, does go into building use tax. So this just explains to you what those different pieces are and you can understand what those look like. Um, I did wanna to go to another one here. And this is something else people have asked a lot about is about the streets and the roads and what does that look like? And so this explains what that streets looks like. And as you can see here, we have about $1.1 million in revenue was the projected revenue for streets in the 2020 which when you think about the number of streets that we have here and a lot of the work that needs to be done, that's actually not that much money. Um, when we're talking about resurfacing some of the streets and I know one of the concerns has been a lot about potholes around various older roads in town. And part of the challenge we have with a lot of those potholes is it's not as simple in some cases as just filling it. It's they're legitimately almost in some cases have to scrape a portion of the road completely, recompact dirt and do it back over again because things weren't done properly you know, decades ago. 
Um, so there, there's a lot of challenges, and I know that our public works team is really doing a lot of work and trying to find and identify, and they have actually a plan, master plan of, okay, here are the roads we need to address, here is the severity of what needs to be done, and they're working their way through that plan of addressing those issues. But this is just to give you an idea of where those funds, funds come from, and so those operating revenues include one half of 1% of retail sales tax revenue, motor vehicle use tax, registration tax and specific ownership tax and then county and road bridge county road and bridge tax so those are the kind of the areas that the these funds come from and as you can see there's those have gone up actually pretty significantly and this is from 2019 to 2020 to go from under right about 800,000 to up about a little over a million so the good news is it's trending in a good direction so we have the money to fix some of these issues the challenge is we still have we've got a lot of stuff that we're trying to fix with those with those funds. So there's not a huge amount in there for us to be able to work with, but we are working to do that. Uh, and then the next page, we have water. So you can see the water operating revenue of just around $2 million. Um, the expenses actually are above that, but that's the water revenue. So you can see where that comes from. And that's just through the water bills that go out. Um, and then you can see here the sewer operating revenue. Um, so this is the comes in to pay for the sewer. Again, we were talking about that portion of other services. This is the two major parts of that. And then we also do have the drainage operating revenue. And so that's explained here as well. So if you wanna understand where these different things come from, this is just another way for you to be able to see that. So I'm gonna kind of scroll through here and show you guys there's parks if you wanna look into that. Um, this is an organizational chart. If you wanna ever want to know what does it look like with the town operations this is an organizational chart that explains to you the different employees and people that we have working here so you can definitely look through that um, and then the staffing levels detailed staffing levels um, legislative board so this is dealing with the board of trustees and what the compensation looks like for the board of trustees members um, and you can see what that is here the total materials and supplies um, that was higher because we did the mail-in ballot this year so there were some expenses for that but you can see here the adopted budget from 2019, the adopted budget for 2020, and then what percent was there difference in that? And then, so this is kind of an overview here. And then if you go down, this will actually break out for you each of those individual things. Okay, what was what amount was each line item? And you can look into that. And if you ever have any questions, you can actually come here and see exactly what each and every one of those line items are. So we are gonna go down to page 63 to look at water. So I'm Real quick. All right, here we go, water. Um, and so this is just to give you an idea of what are some of the expenses that go out for water. Um, and so you can look at some of the different things here. This is the compensation for staff. This transfer here has to do with the, um, there's a word I'm looking for. Um, I believe this is loan transfer here, is that amount. Um, but then you can go down here and you can see what do we spend our money on in water. So you can see here um, for division here, we've got for salaries and that, we're about 400,000, um, 175,000 for office supplies. You have chemicals, you have all these things. Materials and supplies, about 216,000. Different operations and management. The one I really wanna highlight for you guys is this one right here. And that is our raw water purchases. So this line right here, $757,000. This is a huge amount of money that is being spent to just purchase the water. This is not running the plant. This is literally just to purchase the water that we supply. 
Um, so remember we were talking about that. And so here we're looking at about 1.5 million. And then we start looking into, this is the debt service. That's 1.6 million. So you put those together, we're already at 3 million. This is on um, previous loans that we've had from years past. Um, this $1 million right here, this is the new loan that we took out for to um, purchase, to fix the, upgrade the water plant is this loan right here. Um, and so you can see that's 1.6. So even if we just add these numbers, the 1.6 and the 1.5, um, you can already see that that number is a lot larger than the 2 million that we're bringing in um, from the water revenues. So this is something that we're working on, um, figuring out what is the solution for that. But it's just something to keep in mind is that really the big thing that's driving a lot of that cost is right here. Uh, basically, this alone accounts for about half of our expenses is just simply the raw water purchases. So that walks you guys through water, their sewer. Um, I, again, recommend you guys take a look through this if you want to understand what it's all about. Um, I'm not going to go through all of this. This is a multi couple hundred or hundred and something page document, but I am going to go show you guys the capital water projects, which is on page 89. I'm going to do it this way instead of, there we go. And this is just to give you an idea of kind of what are the things that we're working on with the water projects. So you can see the first thing here on this list is a water plant expansion, construction, and construction management. Um, so that was budgeted to start in 2020. There, that COVID and other issues have caused that to probably get pushed back a little bit, but we are in the process of doing engineering with that. Um, so that's on there. You can see the other issues that are on here, but a lot of people have been asking about when is the town going to upgrade or fix the water plant or fix this problem. It's in process. <laughs> um, as you can see, the board last year had that in their budget to happen this, this year. They were expecting that to start. So this is something that the town has been working on getting fixed and getting taken care of. Um, the bulk water dispenser is also um, in, in here as a, something to get dealt with or fixed or money to go into that if needed. Um, so this just kind of gives you an idea. And at the bottom is a bunch of just capital projects and um, our water is there. So what you can do is if you want to know what are some of the capital projects that town is working on doing, you can actually go through each of these different things and look at some of the different projects. So this one was a town car, there was talk about a charging station. This actually walks you through the whole remainder of this document to almost the end is just explaining what were some of those projects that the town was looking at this year. And then finally, all the way down at the end, this is the actual ordinance that the board signed um, going over what the valuation would be. And so you can see here that uh, the amount of money necessary to balance the budget for general operating purposes from the property tax is 1.4 million, a little over. And the amount of necessary balance of the budget for bonds from interest, property tax, 85,000. Um, whereas the property valuation assessment of Wellington was 115 million. And then it goes into, this is actually what determines your property tax. This is what this came out to. So what, how much was needed from the general operating from the property taxes. This number comes up from the budget along with the but, um, issue from bonds and interest. To, based against this valuation from the Larimer County Assessor. That then goes into determining what is your mills upon each dollar. So in this case for 2020, it was determined at 12.439, and for the bonds was 0.743 mills upon each dollar. So this number actually goes into calculating what exactly property taxes are gonna come out to 
from the portion to the town of Wellington. Obviously, this doesn't address other things that are on the property taxes, but the town of Wellington is actually determined by the budget. And I want to remind you guys, as everything that the board does, is this is a public meeting and there is always public um, comment and public input into the budget process. I would highly recommend that you guys take part in that, especially if there are things around the town that you would like to see done. Uh, make sure that's something that people are aware of because it may be something we're just not aware needs to be done, or it may be something that there's a reason that we're not looking at doing that, but we don't know that you were curious about that and we could let you know. Um, so again, speaking from my own opinion, but I would highly recommend for each and every one of you to be involved in that process and let the board know what your thoughts are. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up with the budget. Um, I do want to address any questions. So if you do have any questions for me, please do let me know, and I would be happy to answer them for you. Um, as far as the community conversations, a lot of things that I've heard this last week have really been addressing around the 4th of July and what was happening, what was open, what wasn't open. Um, I do want to just thank all of those citizens who have reached out to me for various questions or issues. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to reach out. Um, it really is a an honor of mine to be able to help you to address. I think in a lot of cases we've been able to at least um, get you pointed in the right direction and in some cases get answers and in some cases get issues fully resolved. Um, and I just hope that you guys will continue to let me know as you have questions and as have things come up because I would be happy to help you. So with that, um, I don't see any questions, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. And I just hope that you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great week this next week, and I look forward to seeing you guys next Sunday.